Well, let's get straight into our Friday profile conversation. Um, this morning, we're speaking to one of South Africa, if he's not South Africa's most celebrated cartoonist, Zapiro. And as you know, every year he puts together a collection. And one, the collection for this year is called the Do the Macorona. Uh, Jonathan Shapiro, good morning. A pleasure to have you on the talking point today. Hi, Classy. Thanks. Lovely to be with so, tell us all about Do the Macarona. What exactly can we expect from um, this year's collection of cartoons? <laughs> okay. Firstly, I'll just, I heard you earlier. You said, I don't always agree with his cartoons. I, I said, you know, that was funny. Because I get that so often. And that's absolutely fine. Mm. You know, as it happens, um, I asked Tuli Marotsela. I don't always ask for... A, a shout on the back of the book. Uh, I, I, sometimes it's something that somebody has said, it's in the public domain, and I mm. just simply ask permission to republish something that they've said. Um, unless, of course, it's an absolute criticism of me, which is like by Jacob Zuma or something. I've, I've, I've put comments that he's made about my cartoons on the back of the books without permission. But Tuli uh, Vanantzela came back with a wonderfully considered shout that said, I don't always agree with the Piro's cartoons, but you can't <laughs> ignore da, 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 which was funny. And so you, you kind of did the same thing. Um, and that's absolutely fine. We do the, the Macarona, you know, um, I was uh, at the beginning of this pandemic, I did what I often do when we hear about these uh, epidemics, which are not global pandemics yet, but are Problematic. Uh, I, you know, it's, we've heard about SARS and MERS and bird flu and swine flu and this and that and the other. And even Ebola, which is on our continent and was was much more virulent and dangerous than uh, than uh, COVID nineteen, but which had uh, but, but but it didn't didn't doesn't spread so fast and and doesn't become a global pandemic. It causes mayhem, uh, terrible. So we'd heard about these things, and I often use them as as uh, kind of vehicles to say, as metaphors for saying so- something about our politics, because our politics is so much of it. And that's what I did at the beginning. And I had the Corona virus, uh, which is the, the public protector, and Pobani. I mean, so I had it as this sort of coro- corruption Corona that, uh, that sort of it seeps into things. And then um, in March, it suddenly became clear that this was actually seriously a pandemic. And I sat and thought, and I, I'm very pleased I did it. How do you say something that's going to kill a lot of people? It is already killing a lot of people. It, but, but how do you say something that's, that's funny and interesting? And I, I, just, I started thinking about corona, corona, and I was thinking... Macarena, Macarena. I started thinking about the song, and then I came up. Is with Piro, Are you sure it was just songs you were thinking about? You could have also been thinking about macaroons. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't thinking about macaroons. I was thinking about that, and I and I and it's. I started writing the lyrics for it, so I sort of tried to nail it at the very beginning. You know. Keep your social distance around about a meter. Don't shake hands. Use the elbow with the feet. Avoid big crowds. You should rather be alone. Hey, macarona. And I, and I, I mean, it took about two days to write those things. It sounded, you know, it, to get the couplets working together and um, 
sneeze into your elbow, it's essential hygiene. If you're symptomatic, maybe self-quarantine. It's all gone global from Beijing to Barcelona. And I had the you know, um, clean hands off and hand sanitizer, listen to official medical advisor, ignore fake news when it things on your phone, I, Macarona, conspiracies, forget them, and religious polemic. It's not God's fury. It's a vile pandemic. Don't trust Trump. He's a bleep, bleep, morona. I didn't do it. <laughs> I heard Stephen had a problem with somebody saying the word. Uh, I'm a corona. So I, and that became the sort of emblematic cartoon for me of the year. Mm. So when I think of the what has to be the title of the book, it clearly had to be something about coronavirus or COVID or whatever. So the, it became Do the Macarona and it enabled me to also bring in the other aspect. You have on the one hand the pandemic and how it's affected people and you have to, you know, so you've got the people doing this dance with their masks on and at the end of the line you've got that other thing which is corruption and there's Ace Magashula and he, you know, and, and he's, he looks like he's in the line but he's actually getting the money behind his back. And, uh, that that's the corruption that's happened around. Unfortunately, we already it, COVID nineteen has exacerbated, has has deepened all the rifts in our society that are already there. Whether it's about apartheid spatial geography, uh, the, the the differences between being in a town and being in an urban area, and in terms of how you experience lockdown, uh, it's things like corruption are are open for this sort of thing. So the deprivation that ordinary people face mm. gets even worse during this. And that. So I've tried to highlight a lot of those things in the cartoons this year. You know, I want to take you perhaps back to um, the the initial phase of the, the lockdown that we had in South Africa and just the general response of uh, the government to try and deal with COVID-19 and prepare for um, what w- was said to be an increase in numbers. Obviously, uh, on, on the one hand, you know, one has to be critical about the kind of interventions that we're seeing, etc. But it was uncharted territory, I think, for pretty much the, the whole world. And as, as a cartoonist that often, um, you know, takes a critical lens, did you have conversations with yourself about how exactly am I going to project what I'm seeing here and also thinking, well, mm, how fair do I need to be to the whole world for being in the situation that nobody could have pretty much planned for? Um, I I went very, very, very much along the lines of, um, the, well, it looks to me like, Good leadership coming from uh, our president, uh, from our health minister, Dr. Kizer, and various other uh, the, the experts that were around. Salim Abdul Karim. I just I felt, wow, this is this is actually impressive uh, the way that they that they're doing it. I, I felt that they were very much in line with the World Health Organization, and, uh, and so I actually really the the, the first few cartoons that were all about those this sort of thing is actually trying to do something with the 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 reason that there were no masks in the song that i just uh, was telling about the macarona was because at that stage the world health organization was not uh advocating necessarily masks Uh, remember that was a so i tried to really really go with what the experts were saying Mm. and i think that was a little difficult that there was Mm. there was a bit of 
back and forth around there. But then, and with our leadership as well. And then mm. I, I was, I was actually taking shots already at people like Trump, who was clearly butchering, the, and uh, in the worst way, uh, his handling of the the pandemic. And I, and Boris Johnson and some of the others. I was taking shots at them. And then only after that, I then I started looking at the violence that was being inflicted on. On, on our population by mm. people who were supposed to be upholding. Uh, then I was looking at the police and the, and the army. Um, and, and then I started looking at the divisions of, that, that were being, being made worse. Uh, and, and at that point, I started seeing those, the way that the ANC collective was not working properly. So Cyril at the top is doing his best, uh, mm. he's at it is doing his best, and suddenly you've got these other ministers who've got their little fiefdoms and are screwing up. They, they, they're not necessarily always listening to the scientists. They are doing their own thing, and, and, they are, and sometimes irrationally. And then I started really, really digging in and taking mm. shots at, at, mm. at them for ugh, the chicken hot, chicken cold chicken, which clothes you can get uh, that don't fit other clothes, you know, Patel and... And Kosasana Lamini Zuma and Fikilian Balula, who let the taxi industry run right over him and then pretended that he was listening to the scientists and that kind of thing. So then I started really digging in on mm. those things. And, and I guess it was almost, it was easy to identify the point that things began to unravel because we saw it especially just with that heavy-handed response uh, when I think about a week or so into the lockdown, uh, this, uh, yeah. we, we were no longer wanting to give roses to the police as um, the president yes. had, had intuited that we would want to do. It's 21 after 11. I'm in conversation with Jonathan uh, Shapiro. We're talking about his collection for 2020. Do the macarona. We continue after this. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We're in conversation with Jonathan Shapiro and we're taking a look at, uh, I suppose, the news events of the year, at least through his eyes uh, and the collection that he's put together for 2020. You can give us a call on 011-714-2006 and you can also send your WhatsApp messages and voice notes on 0614-104-107 on Twitter. It's at SFM Radio, and the hashtag there is SFM Talking Point. Um, Zapiro, I-, I wanted to 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 ask you because COVID nineteen has been with us for um, such a significant part of the year. Do you think that that has fundamentally changed how the news agenda has 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 been followed? I. I do. I, I think it's actually changed almost everything. Uh, how much things are going to change back, um, nobody really knows. But I think it changed. It's changed the way, you know, we, we it changed the way people have interacted. I mean, when when you watch a movie now, uh, and you see people kind of coming up and hugging and kissing and crowds and all that. You kind of think, hey, 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 wear their mask. What's going on? You know, you, you actually respond quite. Uh, you, you can you can feel your response because it, it's actually changed the way we behave and the way we're supposed to behave. Or I think for some people, not enough because some people are not doing those things, and that's why we're we're experiencing a bad second wave. 
some places are into their third wave already. Um, but the news media as well, the, the way that things have, you know, things have become so virtual, uh, you, you get things, you know, news being imparted virtually and, and the way that, so it's, it's how the news is imparted, how we receive the news, mm. how whenever you are watching other news, there's always these straps underneath saying how many people have been infected, how many deaths there are, uh, whether you watch CNN and you see it in uh, the global thing, you see America, whether you watch uh, Al Jazeera, you, 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 and you see the different ways that people, everyone has had to take it into account. Mm-hmm. Everyone is, 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 every country is suffering some to different, at different levels. Uh, you can see the, 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 the way that it's divided the, the way the countries that have have responded well and the ones that have and actually mostly mostly led by women and then the countries that have responded badly uh, and and that sort of populist the populist kind of often right wing but not only right wing you know, the right wing populism and the way that 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 has decimated their population whether you're talking in the United States or, or Brazil or India um, uh, and then, and, uh, and the news media, I think the, 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 the mainstream media have actually done a very good job. Uh, but that brings us to that other thing where mm. people on the other side are trying to taint mainstream media and pretend that that's fake news when they are the ones creating fake news. I mean, Trump is the master at that. And, uh, and, and that unfortunately has created massive rifts. And the people who believe, I mean, things now suddenly you've got. Someone like the Chief Justice, who stupidly um, is 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 playing into the hands of the conspiracy theorists by this sort of gobbledygook that he starts when he's when he's in his pastor mode when he should be Chief Justice, you know that, and that is going to be reported and 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 analysed and broken down. But the way that often that people will receive that is, oh, be careful of the vaccines. Uh, you know, it's. So I think fake news and also religious claptrap like that sort of, you know, the the kind of evangelical pastor stuff, I think is is tremendously damaging to to, uh, fighting this pandemic. How do you keep things interesting when the story sometimes is very much the same? So, um, you know, yes, we continue to talk about COVID-19, but much of what we're saying is part of what we've been saying since the beginning of this pandemic. Uh, You know, I I must say, every now and then, every now and then I feel feel a little... um, of, of that problem happening, but 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 generally speaking, I, I feel that there, there's there's I, I've, by linking things that are not necessarily um, not not immediately linkable, uh, that surprise element that, that you I can often say something about the pandemic and say something about uh, politics as well. So sometimes I'm trying to actually really punch. The point home, and then you know you can't keep saying the same thing again and again. But every now and then you get that kind of, you you can touch on two subjects and actually say something about each of them that is surprising. I mean, earlier in this week I did something about the public protector, uh, where you know after that yet another smackdown from the from the courts, and uh, you know it's the umpteenth one, and so I, I just suddenly thought about public protector. 
And like, obviously the public is not protected. She's the, the opposite of that. So I did her as a kind of a floating corona, because we've got the second wave coming and we've got these vaccines and are they, you know, are they going to be effective? So we hope they will. So I drew her as this kind of strange, wonky, floating virus with a, a creature sort of thing, with a, a, a vaccine stuck into her, which is the next court, the latest court smackdown. And the, then that's public protector labeled. And then the public in this kind of PP, PPE outfit, uh, sort of cringing away from her. So obviously the public, it's the, it, she's actually affecting or infecting or whatever, damaging the public instead of protecting it. So there, that's, that's the kind of thinking that I try and infuse in the cartoons. You know, you, 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 then you keep on finding new ways to say things and then you, you avoid that problem of, of repeating yourself. You know, in in a moment, I want to uh, talk to you, Zapiro, about the factionalized state of uh, our politics, you know, quite fragmented, uh, but a lot of contestation. And I think a lot of things in South Africa right now um, are highly contested. And, and, and how you see yourself in the midst of all of this as, as, as a cartoonist. Um, we're talking to Jonathan uh, Shapiro, who is better known as Zapiro. And we'll also be taking some of your WhatsApp voice notes. I'll read him some of the messages uh, that you're sending onto the show. Uh, we're edging towards 11.30. Utsile Sago is standing by uh, with your latest news headlines. Just a quick reminder of the numbers to use this morning. 011-714-2006. That's the phone line. And you can also SMS on 41391. The WhatsApps on 614 Hashtag SFM Talking Point. All right, we're getting ready to wrap up the final half hour of the show. I'm in conversation with Jonathan Shapiro. We're taking a look at uh, the profile of work that he's put together for uh, 2020 and under the headline, Do the Macarona, and really reflecting on the kind of year that we've had. You know, uh, Zapiro, one of the things that I, I had raised before we went to the news was just about um, how contested, right, the, uh, the the public sphere in South Africa is right now. And a lot of debate, uh, a lot of conversations, some of them quite polarizing, some not so much. And I wanted to know, do you ever think about what your critics are going to say when you put a, a cartoon together? Um, yes, and, and I, I do think about it. Um, I in These days, I have to think about it much more than I would have had to think about it uh, 25 years ago, 15 years ago, because within this past sort of one and a half decades, the, the way that, um, that information is received and then very quickly uh, put back into the public space in echo chambers is, 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 in, is incredibly divisive and very problematic. I mean, the democratization of, 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 uh, of talk, um, you know, talk, actual audio and written uh, has, has shifted enormously with, with, the, with, with social media coming in. So the, the things get taken out of context very, very, you know, in the past, I felt I had to make my positions clear mm. uh, as clearly as I could. I had to communicate clearly. And I did understand, of course, that how 
things are received is not always how they are uh, intended to be received. You, mm. you, you, you have to think about those things, think about those things with the editors. I always would ask my editors, can we, can, uh, if it, uh, does this work? That's the most important question. And can we justify it? And, and I asked them to ask themselves that and ask me that. And we would work through things together. I have a very close relationship with many editors that I've worked with. Mm. But in the past few years, I've also had to ask, um, is it possible that that tangential sidebar issues in terms of the way that something comes across mm. are going to be so damaging uh, to the message that I'm trying to get across that they'll actually detract from it or mm. over, uh, overwhelm it. And that has been, that's essentially I've, I've had to try and come to the, an understanding of the difference between self-censorship and emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. In the aspects of tone and, and how one says, you know, if things are going to come, I feel as if I'm punching down instead of punching up. If mm. people are sort of in, in a sideways issue, somebody might say that I've just done that by, 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 by saying something critical about some religious, uh, the way that, that certain religious messages are imparted. But it's not, I'm not talking about all religion. I'm not talking about all um, uh, people who are in, in, in any sort of position of power in religion. I'm saying that there's an aspect of that which I can criticize if I feel somebody's either being anti-science or homophobic or misogynist or whatever. But if I say, use a metaphor that then is going to be interpreted by some people as stereotyping or whatever, mm. I can also be criticized in some way, even if it's not the intention. So I have to think about all this sort of thing a lot more than what I had to do in in decades gone by. Do you think that that has come as a result of perhaps previous controversies that you faced around your uh, your cartoons? And and you know sometimes you one doesn't necessarily have to agree with whatever criticism is is levelled at them, but I suppose on some level there are moments for reflection on on what it is that people are saying. Of course, of course. Um, I, I, I would. I, there's no way that I'm claiming any infallibility, and there are mm, certain. Mm. Uh, the, the whole reason that I'm saying what I've just said in, in the past couple of minutes, uh, that I have to rethink certain things in the way that I say them, is that I do realise that there are. Uh, even if I still think the cartoon is right, um, and, and I, I can see how it can cause a, a problem, uh, you know, where certain people are trying to create a problem out of it and all other people are actually feeling as if they, they've been slighted. Mm. So, uh, you know, in, in, in terms of, like I say, a group of people feeling they've been slighted for either, either um, being sort of grouped in a certain way and pre- presented in a certain way. So I, I do, yeah, I, I think about these things a lot. I do feel that I... There, there are one or two that I regret, mm. but they're not that many. Um, they were learning curve things for me. But there are many others that are absolutely that have been hugely controversial mm. around issues of of politics. Uh, sometimes, um, uh, I mean, issues of politics, issues of religion, issues of nationalism, issues of blind loyalty. I mean, for example, being Jewish and doing cartoons that are 
heavily uh, pro-Palestinian rights and, mm. and against what mm. the Israelis are doing. I've, I've, you know, received a lot of criticism. I stand by my cartoons on those things. The, the cartoons I've done on Zuma, where, where some people have tried to say that things are either racist or sexist, I, I really can defend those cartoons. Like, for example, the Lady Justice, the Rape of Justice cartoon, I'll mm. defend that one. Mm. Human Rights Commission exonerated it. Uh, Zuma tried to sue me for four years and eventually dropped that. The Young Communists at, at, at that time were, you know, tried to really... A lot of people tried to nail me for that, and I, I, I don't think there was... I think that the cartoon stands up. But uh, there are other cartoons where, yeah, uh, I, I think I open things up too much for mm. people who, without the looking at the continuum of 30 years of anti-racist cartoons uh, were trying to smear me as racist for, uh, for you know, over one cartoon that, 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 that can be taken out, where something can be taken out of context. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm keen to know because, uh, yeah, I've never heard you say this before, Zakiro, as a Piro, around uh, some of the previous cartoons that you may have done that uh, you might, you know, regret. Give me one of them. I knew you were going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't just like throw. I saw you kind of like <laughs> slipping it in there, hoping I would just walk by. There's no way I can. You know what, what? I just hope that you see the, the problem at the time. I had many people saying to me, be quiet. Don't say anything more. Don't mm. say anything more. Mm. This is, it, it, there, there's no way you can win this argument. Mm. And therefore, even if you think, uh, yeah. So, oh my God, the 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 the, the cartoon. It, there's one. There's one major, major thing. which nearly it nearly ended me. Mm. Um, I, let me say at the outset, I drew the main target of the cartoon as a huge human being in normal human being form, and that was Jacob Zuma. Mm. But um, and and it was a metaphorical cartoon, uh, a famous image that's been used. Scores of times by cartoonists of all different colors and of all different places. Uh, it was the organ grinders monkey cartoon. And uh, there's Jacob Zuma as the main target of the cartoon, but he had a little, he has a little creature sort of uh, playing to the tune of his organ because it was another state organ, uh, another organ grinders monkey, another state organ was a, the, national, the, the national prosecuting, the NPA. And it was when uh, Sean, it was a, not not a Sean the Sheep cartoon, which I did many of, mm. but it was, it was the first surreal, uh, Sean the Sheep just, is, is Sean Abrams was the kind of flunky, the, the little uh, minion of Jacob Zuma dancing to the tune of... Yes, I remember that line. one. I remember yes. that one. I remember that yeah. one. Yeah. Yes, and it yes. Wasn't even, wasn't even drawn in a very, it was certainly nothing very dark or, 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 or racist in the look or black, black, you know, dark black face, that kind of nothing at all like that. It was a simple cartoon metaphor, which as I said, had been done many times. And I, and I understand the old tropes that, that, that the cartoon came out and then for a few days it was absolutely fine. People responded very strongly to, and very well to what I was saying about the politics and all that. And then a couple of people saw this sort of chink in the armor and and pointed out the thing, which well, but then there was a, it was a no way back from that because mm. it, of course it was in the year of Penny Sparrow, and um, suddenly 
uh, there were people who were saying, who were putting, uh, you know, I felt being put in the same sentence as Penny Sparrow is the worst possible thing for for any white person. Uh, so, you know, 30 years of whatever I've been trying to do was out the window, and it really looked like there might be no way back. Mm. And uh, so it was, it was, but, you know, look, people have suffered all kinds. I've, I've had all kinds of things. I've had death threats. I've had many, I've had quite a number of death threats and assassination plot against me, and I've been in detention without trial, and I've had all kinds of things, uh, mm. and, 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 you know, court cases and whatever, but nothing quite like that week. Mm. Uh, and I know that I'm not alone. There are other people whose, whose lives are, are sort of turned upside down by something that it can be construed in a certain way by people who are hell-bent on it and who see it sort of chinking your armor. So that, yeah, oh, that's a long explanation, but that was by far the worst thing that's ever happened to me. It was worse than things that, you know, I, I've been beaten up um, in, in, in public on, on the fan walk during the World Cup. For, for my <laughs> oh, Zapiro, I'm telling you, part of what you're sharing with us might convince some people that uh, it, it might convince them that, you know, you, you have a heart and that you actually feel something. You know, you know how, how sometimes the work you do can sure. be construed where people believe, no, this yeah. man is just heartless. How can he do this? Um, so I'm going to open the phone lines now I, and I'm going to go to Mike in Durban. Mike, good morning. Morning, Kathy, the bleeding taxpayers and Jonathan. Jonathan, Hi. I'm the Mike from Durban, 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 Beachfront, and I have a few of your books on my shelf. <laughs> Jonathan, a, a good yes. friend of mine, tells me the word corona is a crown. Do you know that? Yes. Yeah, I do. Right. I do a few sketches. I'm a real stirrer here in Durban. And I use people's cartoons around. Uh, and I modify them a bit and I put them on black and white that I push out here. Uh, a cartoon I'd love to see. I've been sketching it. Can't you do one of Ace Magashulu? trying to squeeze uh, skeletons into his cupboard. Um, I'm not a very good artist. Of course, in fact, I was just thinking about a, a, a skeleton. A, a, it, it wouldn't just be Ace. It's, it's, he, you know, he, he represents a whole bunch of them. And in fact, that might have been a cartoon. I was genuinely thinking about one like that this week. It, it's not, it would not be the first time. I've done many skeletons, starting from the apartheid skeletons during the TRC. I did so many of those. Mm. And then, of course, there have been others along the way, and Becky and AIDS skeletons. I've done those many times. And then, then uh, we had, of course, the wonderful phrase, the Swalanyana skeletons, uh, <laughs> which both Billy Lohini said. So all of a sudden, there were another, another bunch of skeletons. So I want always to think of a new way of doing each thing. But 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 Mike, I, I, you're on the same wavelength as me. I'm cert, I've certainly been thinking about a, a cartoon just like that again. Yes. Okay, Mike. Thanks for the call. Thanks for that. I'll, I'll uh, be um, let, let me go to Colin. Colin in Cape Town. Hello. <laughs> Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, hello. Colin. Hello, hello, Colin. <laughs> Hi. Uh, 
You know, Jonathan, I was going to ask if you still do cartoons because uh, I don't, I haven't bought the RVs now for the last two years or something like that. But over the years, I collected most of your cartoons, the good ones, the laughable ones. And I've still got it today. And when I have a bride and people are finished eating and they're talking nonsense around, I bring them out. And you must hear how the people laugh, you know. <laughs> the guests laugh about these cartoons. And uh, the the one cartoon I've got, uh, cartoon I've got is um, Mugabe putting his wagon with all his furniture on. I don't even remember that one. Okay. I um I, I've done so many of the they wanted they wanted it, him out of Zimbabwe, so he packed his bags, mm. his, you know his old carts that the people used to pull vegetables around. And he's in yeah, between yeah, yeah. and he's he's saying goodbye to Zimbabwe and he's got all his cases and whatever he can salvage he's got on there and he's pulling it. And uh, this other right. one, uh, these others also, I've got so many, uh, the shower caps and all that, so many uh, uh, things you can do with a shower cap. You know? Uh, definitely. I mean, that was, that was the most, uh, the, 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 the shower head was, has, has been my most productive uh, invention, I think. <laughs> and uh, it, it's, it, it's, I, I have to say, I, I often talk about it as a fixture on Jacob Zuma's head that he can't get rid of. Uh, and that, I, my, my, I think my, the funniest thing for me was, was this British rapper. Sorry, the what? I said, I'm going to wash that, that age right out of my head. That was, <laughs> yes, that was a... Hello? Hi, yes. Colin. Colin, unfortunately, we can't hear we can't hear you very clearly on that line. Uh, but okay. I, yeah, I, I think that I, I think that Zapira has heard uh, the point that you're making, especially around okay. some of his cartoons. Uh, Zapira, I don't know if you want to finish uh, about the story on uh, somebody in Europe. Yes, uh, yes. There was a British rapper who was coming to South Africa, and and, and they said, "Do you know anything about uh, South Africa?" You. Uh, this was a while back. Uh, you, I mean, for example, do you even know who the president is? And he said, isn't he the guy with the shower on his head? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing how that stuck, I think, through the years. Yeah. Because um, even when you... I've seen a number of protests, actually, where uh, yeah. the former president is depicted in, in the way that you have uh, depicted him before. You know, people make printouts of, 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 yeah. of, of, of the shower head, effectively. So, uh, especially I, I more that. so during the time where people were calling for him uh, to, uh, to yeah. step aside from office. Yeah, and those, those, those protests at the end of 2016, mm. uh, there, were, there, mm. were, there were people who made their own... They had they often had a, a like a miner's helmet or a worker's yes. helmet and and stuck a shower on top. I, I remember and, those uh, very vividly. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lovely picture of some people who they would they drove past the the Gupta's house in in Saxonwold in a car with a sunroof and they and they stick the shower out of the out of the sunroof in front of all the security guards. It's it's a hilarious picture. Uh, but that's one of the, the funniest things for me is seeing the shower crop up in so many mm. ways. But I, I just wanted to say one more thing to to uh, Colin though, um, is, is, and this is a shameless plug for the media group that I work for because I think that they're, they're fantastic. Daily Maverick, I, I'm for the first time uh, for I've been only in um, I've been only online 
although Daily Maverick has bucked the trend of, of newspapers, they're actually producing a weekly newspaper called 168, so which you can get uh, at, at, at the Kintaya too um, um, every every Saturday. But um, but I'm basically online on, on Daily Maverick, and they're producing some of the best journalism um, in South Africa and in the world and right now, both, both reporting and, and commentary. So go and check that out, Colin, and anyone else who would like to, to, to see the cartoons or see really great stuff on Daily Maverick. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue our conversation with Jonathan Shapiro. Quite a number of voice notes coming in uh, for you. And just uh, on the on the Daily Maverick plug, by the way, Jonathan, I, I also uh, noticed earlier on last night as I was prepping for this interview that uh, you're the only person who has their own icon on the website, you know. Um, so it's quite easy to oh, find really? you. <laughs> you have your own little tab there. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's let's listen to some of the WhatsApp voice messages. Morning, Katie. I should have sent this this message very earlier. Can you ask Shapiro, where is Jojo? Do you still remember Jojo? He was doing the very same thing that uh, Shapiro is doing. Thank you, Katie. Bye. Uh, Katie, it's Stage. Just ask Shapiro for me, what gives satirical artists the right to call people corrupt even if the issue they are being accused of is still in court they are not yet uh, uh, they are not yet convicted of corruption but he can just call people corrupt does, does is there any rule or the constitution uh, uh, that that allows him as a satire to 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 call people corrupt even if they are not uh, convicted yet Good day, Kathy and the SAFM listeners. This is Nkusinati Walls from East London in the Eastern Cape. Kathy, I would like you to ask Shapiro if any time that he wants to deliver or to construct a, a cartoon, does he consult with his legal uh, advisors as to make sure that maybe he's not find himself in the litigations and stuff? I do thank you for your time. Thank you. Good day, Kathy. Does Zapiro think that it is okay for him to portray things about race and knowing very well where our history is coming from in terms of racism? So even if he he is meaning something else, but going through with it, knowing very well that it will be interpreted in a very uh, 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 wrong way or racist way, but he still goes on and do it. Where does he think that it's going to take our country? And, and who gave him the right to say that he can't do that? It's it's okay. Okay, th- thanks for those WhatsApp voice noises. It sounds like the majority of them are questions uh, for you, Jonathan. So go for it. Yes. Okay. I've got, I'll try and be as quick as I can. They're great questions. The first one, Jojo, that's an easy shame. Jojo was a wonderful cartoon, uh, funny little character drawn by Len Sack. In, in um, the, the, I think originally in the, maybe even in the world, I'm not sure, but certainly in Sowetan. And, um, and he overlapped with me. He was still doing JoJo when I was at the, I was at the Sowetan for 11 years. Uh, Lensak has, has passed away since, but uh, JoJo was a very well loved character, uh, sort of a lovely, lovely character. Anyway, so 
you can look look it up. Anyone who doesn't know, and so that that's that's what happened. Then uh, second one was about um, uh, the 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 what gives me the right to say somebody's corrupt. Um, the same right that any um, journalist, any editor, or any columnist, somebody who's doing commentary, not reporting. Uh, that's a huge difference. Cartoonists are not reporters. So we are doing commentary based on what is in the media, what people have said. Um, we do push the boundaries, but if somebody feels that there's a legitimate way, uh, need to, to uh, sue us for something we said, either said or, or drawn or written or whatever, um, they can do it. And it actually happens very few times because people who uh, I've been accusing of corruption have been... They, 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 you look at, look at, for example, Ace Magashula has not sued Peter Louis Meiberg for Gangster State, the book that he said he would sue him for, because he knows he would lose, and he knows he would open up those things. That's the reason. That's how I have the right to do it, because I'm basing it on real stuff that is out there, and people are scared to show what they, that they actually are corrupt. So that's that's the that's the first the, the second question. Third one: Do I consult legal um, people? Uh, very seldom. So sometimes the newspapers or the publications that I've worked for uh, are in more contact with the legal people than I am because I suggest an idea and sometimes the editors think, whoa, we, we could be on shaky ground here. They consult, we sometimes discuss, we change one word, we do that sort of thing. Um, but we, but I've, yeah, there have been many, many cases that involve my, my, my cartoons and I've had great legal advice. And um, I've never been successfully sued. Uh, so I've been sued a number of times, never successfully. Um, and then about race, that's a very important issue. Uh, that one cartoon I described, I described that as a, a mistake, a misstep in terms of how it might be interpreted. But I've done cartoons for three decades. Really, I started out in the movement. I was doing things that were have, have always been anti-racist. And... I think that the majority of people who see my cartoons have seen that. Uh, these days, of course, they're different echo chambers, but I really think anyone in South Africa has the right to, to, to comment on, 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 on race, but I try and do it in a progressive way, and I think most people have been able to see that. Of course, I can't speak for everybody. Um, uh, I think I've probably overrun time, have I? Um, Kathy? Yes, yes, we have to wrap it up, Zafiro. Uh, thank okay. you so much okay. for coming onto the show today and for being part of this conversation. As you, he- as you heard, if you want to see more of his work, you can go onto the website of The Daily Maverick. Let me thank you all for your company this week. As we ra- wrap up yet another week, please be safe over the weekend. It's 12 o'clock. Sakina Kamwendo is up next. Sakina, good afternoon.